This video is sponsored by Bipolar Broadheads, Wheeler's Whitetails, Hunter Safety System, Third Arm, Extreme Archery Products, Plot Watcher, and Virtual Signing Board. Welcome to Rally Hunt Club. This webisode I'm going to be talking about my preparation getting ready for clockwork. Now this buck is famous so stay tuned and hear what I'm doing to try to harvest him. I saw clockwork on the trail camera June 6th, you know, I immediately started preparing for him. This is a buck that I'd shot the year before and um, didn't make a good shot. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But immediately he got him back on that same feeding pattern. It was almost like, um, it was almost like it was just two, the summer of 2013. He immediately started showing up in the mornings and the evenings. Now, this is what happened last year. I'm showing you some video of that. Um, you know, he came in. Um, he got he got a little nervous with the way the wind was swirling. He wouldn't come in and give me a good broadside shot, so he started easing off. And because I was videoing and all that, plus he was walking, I rushed my shot and I shot my wrong pin. I shot high, blah 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 excuse. And you know, as you're watching the video, that's what happened. So, what can I say? Um, I've had a whole year to think about that. Um, during that year. I kept. I felt like he was still alive because in the in the video you could see that the broadhead didn't penetrate very far, but he never showed back up at the camera. But as soon as we put that feeder out and he popped back in there, June sixth, I'll tell you what I was excited. He's not the biggest. He's not the biggest buck on the club. We probably got a couple bigger bucks than him, but he's the one I want just because of his history. And um, so as I'm putting out, putting out this feeder and trying to get him there, I started saying, how can I improve my preparation and what can I do to harvest this deer instead of the mistakes I made last year? Well, we were shooting a, a Chinese-made broadhead that wasn't very good. Um, so the first thing I did is I wanted to try to find a, a better broadhead. So I went and I talked to Tim Knight, and you've seen in the previous webisode, um, what Tim Knight's bipolar broadhead can do. Here it is. You know, this is a mechanical slash fixed. It's it's got fixed blade and it's also a mechanical, um, based upon a shear pin. And these are made in the USA with good old um, aluminum parts. You know, none none of this um, no shrill that I kind of felt like um, that Chinese made broadhead was. Now Tim shoot test his on 55 gallon drums. These will go through 55 gallon drums, and they can pick them back up and reuse them. When we tested that one I shot last year, it shattered in about seven, eight different pieces. So, not saying if I'd have been using this broadhead last year, I might, but I might have actually got that deer. I might have got enough penetration to where I could have got that nerve, or open up, you know, open up uh, the top of his lungs, or you know, even clip the backbone, something. But with with, with the shot that I just showed you in the video, it just didn't, just didn't do much. 
So anyway, that was the first thing I did was I found a better broadhead. The next thing is, is we went to the SHOT Show in January and we talked to these guys, Ozonics. Now, I'd seen them on TV and the engineering, you know, made sense behind it, what the whole concept of it was. And I've got a video coming out talking about us using this when we, you know, talking about what happens and stuff like that. So stay tuned to that. But with the way my wind was swirling that day, um, I kind of felt like this might have helped me a little bit better. So here I am. I got a broadhead. I got a scent control trying to um, get better in case that same occurrence happens with him in the 2014 season in a few weeks. All right. The next step is, is um, um, I wanted to see how he was coming in and out of that feeder. And he was coming in the mornings. He was coming in the evening. So I wanted to see which direction he was coming. The trail camera won't do you that. It just points out, and all of a sudden he pops up on there. You don't know where he came. So another sponsor was Plot Watcher. So I stuck a Plot Watcher um, 18 feet up in my tree stand, and I pointed it down toward my shooting area. You know, you can see the feeder, and I'm showing you these videos right now. And sure enough, the Plot Watcher showed him coming in from the west in the mornings from a different bedding area. He'd come to the feeder. They'd feed a little while. Then he'd ease out into the, to the four-year-old pines, and they'd bed down during the day. And then when about an hour before dark, sure enough, they would do the opposite. They would they would get up from their bedding in the middle of that those four that two hundred acres of four year old pines and they would come back through right down the road, right past the feeder. Well, last year I was walking through the road. And so um sure enough, I now I know the two bedding areas and I'm between him and the feed, so hopefully that's gonna pay off. Now with that said, um next thing I was like, Well, I'm wa I'm walking in the road. So I'm walking right by the feeder. So I immediately got my weed eater, and I, I'm showing you a picture of this right now, and I weed eating me another trail into the stand so I don't have to walk where he comes in to the feeder and he can smell me. I, I use rubber boots and spray and all that stuff, but, you know, you never know. Deer's noses are pretty good. So I got me a backdoor path into my stand. And the next one is, is I was trying to figure out how I could walk down. It's about three-quarters of a mile to the stand. And um, so I... So I, I I re-geared my bicycle that I used to ride with my family, and I started, I'm going to use that. And it's two rubber tires, and I'm going to spray down the rubber tires with my spray, and that should be all the scent I'm leaving on the ground. Now, there will be some scent with the wind blowing to where he's bedded, but uh, when I hunt this stand where the wind's blowing, he's not, it, it won't blow to where I know he's now bedding because of the plot watcher. Um, the next thing was is... Um, about 30 days ago i got up in the stand and i put my i put my targets in different locations and i actually shot out of the stand about 20 25 times now this gave me the opportunity to know exactly what pin i need to use in those certain situations and you better believe i shot that same shot where i shot high at least 10 times and plus i shot around where he was should have stepped out and so now i feel confident where i you know shooting out of that stand and i know what's happening and um the final thing this is kind of you know um, not as important but um you've seen these cool towels well they make a head net one that you can buy and because it's 90 90 100 degrees in georgia i decided to buy one so you you know you soak this in water it can be warm water and you slap it a couple times and you put it on and it runs cold for what i've tested for a good hour so it gave me a chance to um sit up in the stand and be comfortable and, of course, I got my thermosail and stuff like that, but I had that last year. So these are the steps that I used to prepare to try to get this buck um, opening days a couple weeks off. 
Um, right now he's on a predictable schedule, but he still got he still got um, velvet on his horns, on his antlers. So he's probably fixing to rub that off. And as soon as he rubs that off, um, who knows what he's going to do? Last year he rubbed it off, and I hunted him three weekends in a row. He didn't show up until the third weekend, and even on camera he was gone. So stay tuned. Let's see if I can get old clockwork, and um, we'll you know maybe I can bring it to you. I'd love to show you a good old kill shot and me sitting there with. The grip in the horns and smiling and tell you that um, I got one of my nemesis from last year. So thanks for watching Reality Hunt Club and stay tuned. Thanks for watching our video podcast. You can watch high definition versions of all our shows at hunt365.tv. Stay connected with us and receive notices of all our new episodes by liking us at our Facebook page.